This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Moving the Needle Podcast, where we ask, what moves you? Excellent or bogus? Did anyone do the right thing? Do you mess with the Zohan? With me tonight to discuss Do the Right Thing, Rocky versus Creed, childhood, guilty pleasures, a test of time, you don't mess with the Zohan, once upon a time in Hollywood. With me tonight is Stephanie. Hello. Roy. Hello. And Hanno. Yo. We want to thank you for listening on iTunes. We're also available on Spotify, just about everywhere you can find podcasts. We are, so come on now, Google Let Play. Let us know. Email us at mtnpodcast at gmail.com or, or on facebook.com slash mtnpod. Twitter and tweet us at mtnpod. There's so many ways to find us. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of it is Dashing Duo, Derek and Mike, Abbott and Costello, <laughs> Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. <laughs> you figure out which one we are. We are not Derek and Chris. <laughs> no, that is, we are, they are, we are, they are, the keepers of the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> but this is Weeby Geeks, not Wookie Radio, not Mighty Marvel Geeks, but Weeby Geeks. So, um, right off the get-go, I know it's behind, I'm going to get them caught up, and I'm going to try and stay on top of it, but <laughs> on the homepage, right-hand column, check out our affiliates and our sponsors slash partners, uh, Heroes and Villains and Found Me. Uh, use the code word WeebyGeeks, all one word, for 15% off your first purchase. They are now pushing cold weather jackets. I don't know uh-huh. why, but there's, yeah. there's some cool new, cool new jackets on there that look pretty cool. Plus, too, they have a Warriors of the Mandalore line and exclusive the Mandalorian line in support of the TV show on Disney+. Plus. So, also, too, check out our web store. We have hoodies, t-shirts, hats, hockey jerseys, baseball jerseys, net hats, etc. All with our logo and Mighty Marvel Geeks and Wookie Radio. Hopefully soon, maybe some Keepers of the Fringe stuff as well. <laughs> um, so, um, now that I'm done with all that, how you doing? Not bad. A little chilly. Get your copy of Fallen Order? Yes, I did. Have you started playing it yet? Yes, I did. 
I got, I went, I was going to play last night after midnight when it became available on EA Origins, mm-hmm. but I kept falling asleep while recording. <laughs> Dozing during Mighty Marvel Geeks. I'm like, okay, let me. So we got done recording. Let me grab a quick bite to eat, refuel, maybe keep me awake some. (laughs) Then I'm gonna come back and play it. I must have fallen asleep on the couch because I crawled into bed at like 3.50 this morning. <laughs> I looked over on the computer and the startup, the, the welcome screen for Honey Head Games say, play. <laughs> Still sitting there. I'm like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> but priorities were where they were supposed to be this morning. Woke up. Zoe was watching the second episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Quite the title. Which is one of the new shows on Disney Plus. So I let her watch that. We got dressed, took her to school, came home, emptied the trash, took out the trash uh, recycling and yard waste, did the dishwasher, and then watched episode two of Mandalorian. Since I had to be at work at 10 this morning. <laughs> Priorities. So, um, so enough about me. How are you doing? How was your week besides cold? Not bad. Getting excited for Thanksgiving coming up. Yeah. Well, the episode we recorded last week, <laughs> we said some things. We, we started to get a little too comfortable and said some things we shouldn't have. So it got dropped. And then we were asked, can we retract the episode and do some edits? I'm like, I'll retract the episode. Can I just release it at a later date? So that show is going to drop on the 28th. <laughs> so, and they're okay. Everyone's okay with that. So it's going to end up released later than we ex- were hoping. <laughs> so this week's episode is issue or episode 134. And that one will be whatever it is. When I get there. So, uh, let's see. 134 this week, 135. It'll be 136. So, look for it as 136. Because we, we got a guest again next week. Yes, that's right. So, that was a cool That was a cool little movie. I, I think I want Zoe to watch it, too. Really? I don't think it was that scary that she wouldn't be okay watching it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said it's supposed to be like a kid's horror. It wasn't that creepy. I mean, it wasn't blood and gore. I... I don't think it's a kid's horror movie. Talking legends, right? No. What are you talking? No, I'm not talking Echoes. I'm talking the guest we have next week's from Legends. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, which one did you watch? Oh, Echoes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Echoes, no. I'm not showing to Zoe. <laughs> Legends, I'll show to Zoe. Uh, okay, I haven't watched that one yet. That one's good. That one's good. So, um, let's see. Where to begin? Um, I guess we could start with this little thing called Disney+. Plus. Never heard of it. First day. All types of problems up until dinner time, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Well, I, they expected a large crowd, but I don't think they realized it was going to be as big as it was. Mm. And I think that's what, what threw them. And I don't think it was as bad as some people were. No. You know, to be... <laughs> I, I think there were some issues. I mean, definitely there were some issues. Yes, of course. I'm, I'm not denying that. But some people were you know, like, "Oh, they failed," and no, no, they didn't fail. Yeah. I mean, if they failed, then the site would have still been down for like two, three days. Yeah. I mean, they they were running every. They were they were still running. People were still getting on, but you no, know, it was still one of those. Um, where where they were having to expand or do whatever they needed to do to handle the crowd. Right. I think they said something like 10, 10 million plus subscribers. Yeah, I think that, yeah. And that's, that's, not, right. that's not counting everyone who pre-ordered? 
Right, yeah. So just that day alone, 10 million plus subscribers. Insane. That's a lot of people all at once trying to <laughs> yeah. do something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, but hey, I mean, they still did good with it. Yeah. Huh. So uh, I know I went to download it. I, I finally got it downloaded on my one Roku at one one oh five in the morning. Mm. Um, started to watch Mandalorian. Fell asleep because again exhausted. <laughs> um, got up next morning. Was going to watch it, and I had no play button. I'm like, uh, this is a problem. <laughs> so I, I fell in that glitch, but no, fine afterwards. I've had no issues since. So, but we're not going to talk about Chapter Two of Mandalorian because we're going to save that for Wookie Radio. And uh, something that I may mention of this last episode, I think we're I think is becoming a bit of a reality. And I'll just say it goes back to the doctor for first episode and a certain patch he was wearing. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil Wookiee Radio. You want to know, <laughs> know what we're talking about? Go, go listen to Wookiee Radio. For a second, I wasn't sure what you were talking about. And then I realized, <laughs> what? And if that's the way it's going, if it's somewhat predictable, cool. It just means we were, if it wasn't predictable and we were right, it just means we're thinking along the same lines. Right. Which we have a habit of doing. And I... I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. So, um, but what we will talk about is um, the uh, surprise at the end of the pilot episode. Now, this does contain spoilers, but hey, this is Sunday, Sunday or Monday when you're first listening. It's almost a week. Mm. You should have watched it by now because second episode's out. So, um, there were multiple um, homages to multiple Star Wars characters and uh, other events. Life Day is now canon, <laughs> truly canon, and it's not just a Wookiee thing, it's a universal thing. <laughs> um, there is a baby Yoda or a species, someone of the same species that is revealed, but the infant is 50 years old. <laughs> Yep. Um, then we also have IG-11. Yeah. So. Um, Which was so cool. Yeah. Finally, we got to see a bounty hunting bounty hunter droid do what it's supposed to do. Not like mm. in the games where just arms come up <laughs> and he has to pivot on one foot to, to turn and, and make shots. So. Uh, I think this was a more realistic. Yeah, I, I loved how this was a more realistic interpretation of what those droids are capable of doing. I think. That, yeah. I think that helped with the uh, body. Uh, with uh, I won't say the body. I guess they were bodyguards for Grievous and Revenge of the Sith. Right. Yeah. And, and what we saw with a similar droid in um, Clone Wars. Right. So. Didn't we also see something similar in um, Rebels as well? Maybe. Where they were on a ship, or am I still thinking Clone? I'm not sure. It's all kind of blended together now. But hey, we, <laughs> could go, might... we could go watch them on Disney Plus and find out. That's right. So, which on uh, November twentieth, Zoe and I are going to be watching her episode of Clone. Ah, nice. I say I say her episode because it was the episode that came out the day she was born, ten years ago. So ten years, yeah. So we watch that every year. Now that she knows it, uh, we've been watching it on, on DVD because I have the D's for season two. Um, but since it's on Disney Plus, we're going to watch it off Disney Plus instead. 
Um, so the revelation is Star Wars fans are now given a chance to learn more about Yoda's backstory, or at least that species backstory. Um, I'm hoping they keep the name of his species a mystery still. Yeah. Um, now, if you recall, there was a r- rumor regarding the show exploring Yoda's story, which has actually gone, a- oh, which yeah. went around back in October. Uh, if this is true, we may be seeing a glimpse of the story uh, of the baby in this first. But the thing is, Yoda already died since this takes place after. Right. But if my my theory, our theory is correct, this could be a re a revisit of Yoda. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. The other thing that, um, the other thought that has popped into my head is I'm wondering if I'm I'm thinking about where this creature would end up. And I'm wondering if we might see something with it in The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that's what I'm starting to think since that one episode. Now, we've been speculating because we're releasing the episode the week that Skywalker releases on that Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Could there be more of a tie-in? And Right, and because The Mandalorian takes place right after Return of the Jedi, a couple years after Return of the Jedi, that means it's maybe 25-ish years um, between then and and Rise of Skywalker, uh, I think it's almost. It's supposed to. Uh, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, is supposed to take place real time after Return of the Jedi. So like thirty years, right? And but now the Mandal- we're jumping ahead, and Rise of Skywalker is jumping ahead like five years, right? And the Mandalorian is a couple of years after, after Return, after, right? So, somewhere between 25 and 30 years. Now, here's my thing. This baby is 50 years old. Mm-hmm. That is pre-Phantom Menace, timeline-wise, by yeah. about 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, huh. now that's an interesting thought. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I have mentioned that the doctor, the one bounty uh, of the person who holds the mark that the Mandalorian is going, is collecting from. The doctor is a cloner, is, is a cloner because the patch on his uniform is the same logo of the Camino cloners. Mm, right. Doesn't mean the Imperial cloners didn't keep that patch. Sure. But even so, it's still. He's a cloner. Right. And that would mean that this... Cyphodius was the initial one who communicated with um, with the clones, or with Kamino. Right. But after listening to Dooku, it might have been Dooku posing as Cyphodius. Right. Is that how you interpreted it from, from that audiobook? I haven't listened to the audiobook yet. Okay. Now I'm spoiled. I apologize. <laughs> No, because I, I think that was kind of... Um, was that touched on by Dooku in Attack of the Clones? I don't remember if that's where it was, but I know I've heard that theory before. Okay. Maybe we talked about it on Wookiee Radio after I, we, Ken and I talked about Dooku. Maybe. Which you, which you need to get and listen to. It's an amazing, amazing story. It's on my list. <laughs> it is amazing. I loved it. It's one that I go back to. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to go back and listen to it again. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it's, it's one that I really like. Um, but 
who's to say this baby wasn't something that either Dooku or Sifo-Dyas used to test the, their ability to clone? Right, maybe something like that. Yeah, and they and they made an initial clone prior to finding the Mandalorian, which I love how they're treating it sort of like Judaism, that it's a race, but also a religion. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty cool. Mm. Um, Mandalorians are the Jewish people of Star Wars. <laughs> um so if you're going to make a clone of a Jedi, of course you're going to use Yoda. <laughs> Supposedly the greatest Jedi ever lived. Mm-hmm. So what's and by seeing this rolls out the theory that Yoda was a human who, because of the force and whatnot, became malformed over the, over the centuries. Oh, yeah. I never, I, never I never bought that story. Anyway. No, this is now canon. They start off as an infant and gradually grow. But if this is a clone of Yoda, this is going to be kind of cool. Yeah. And I called it, too. When Zoe saw it, she was, oh, baby Yoda. <laughs> she did not like the one monkey lizard being roasted on the spick. Oh, yeah. Bought the other one caged. I'm like, I have to explain, honey, that's how they do things in, in that universe. <laughs> Especially in the off world. They got to eat something. You should have said at least it wasn't a porg. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so, um, Yeah tell you what let us know either here on wookie radio your thoughts on the first episode and go ahead and give us your thoughts on the second episode as well and we'll talk about them over on wookie radio next week yeah actually yeah we will a little bit because we're gonna have a, another podcast on with us i have hollow chronicles podcast uh, which i need to listen to a couple of their shows a couple more of their shows so um so i guess we'll, let's move on to the next story all right well the next story is still about the mandalorian and uh that is it it looks like we are disney is already working on season two of the mandalorian now this is not season two has not been officially announced yet yes it has by has it i thought they haven't announced season two yet no, they announced it because they because it, it, there's already been set pictures released for the last few weeks from season two set. Yeah, but I don't think it. But there's no. They announced it like August, sometime between August and October. Well, this article is saying that Disney hasn't officially announced it. That's not true because all the all the different actors or cast members have already been showing pictures of them on set. Yes, I know, but that does, but like it hasn't been officially given a release date or anything yet, so. No, it hasn't been given a release date, but it has been announced. That's happened. Are you sure about that? Positive. Uh, you keep going with the story, I'll look. Well, anyway, um, earlier this week, uh, John Favreau. Uh, has confirmed that their production has begun, has is underway on second season. Um, he posted a picture to his Instagram, which I need to follow him if I am not, that had the Mandalorian's helmet with the caption, Greetings from the set of the Mandalorian Season 2. Now, again, according to this article on Tor.com, Disney, they're saying Disney has not officially announced that the series has been renewed for a second season. Um, but in July, John Favreau told Jimmy Kimmel that he had begun writing a second season. Okay. Well, from Digital Spy. Digital Spy. 
They say um, there's talk that uh, Disney Studios co-chairman Alan Horn is already talking about the possibility of spinning the Mandalorian off for a movie at some point. Um, yeah. But Favreau shared a first look at the character at the lead characters or title characters glistening helmet on Instagram Wednesday, November 13th, writing greetings from the set of the Mandalorian season two. Right. That's what I just said. So I think you can't get more official than that. Well, yes, but Disney hasn't actually put it on the schedule yet as a release when it's going to release and everything. Right. Which I think is okay. I mean, it's still early. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect to see it right. until yeah. until maybe summer, depending on how long summer or maybe late fall. Right, but they or haven't actually yeah. they haven't actually announced the release of season two yet. But we know that they're working on it. Yeah. Anyway, let us continue. Oh, that's all I got. That's all you. Got. Well, um, as we continue with Disney Plus, all the films that you want, uh, if they don't have them, just go go make a request online. That's cool. Uh, fans saw the launch of Disney Plus on Tuesday um, and accomplished a lot of things. Uh, the streaming service also opened. Uh, uh, it opened with a Thanksgiving-sized buffet of Disney goodness between <laughs> Mickey Mouse shorts Disney animated shorts, Pixar films and shorts, Disney Channel shows like Lizzie McGuire and Disney Junior content, such as Elena of Avalor and The Lion Guard, uh, from films from the MCU, National Geographic specials, uh, The World According to the King of Bacon, and a chunk <laughs> of Star Wars content, um, and much, much more, including, including High School Musical, the musical, the series. It's always like I don't have to watch it right now. It's a once a week thing, so we're not still binge watching. Yeah. Except tonight, she was showing it to to one of her friends who's staying over tonight, and so they watched episode one and two. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't want to do this again tomorrow. Y'all gonna do something else? Yeah. Um, but here, uh, there's also 30 seasons of The Simpsons on there as well. Yep. So, despite... Old Marvel cartoons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there may be one or two series missing, but they have a big chunk of them. Uh, there's a couple, um, Avengers missing. Mm. Um, there's the 80s Hulk is missing. Mm-hmm. There's the 80, I want to say the 80s Fantastic Four is missing. The one that had Herbie. (laughs) But they Uh, do have Superman and his amazing friends. Yeah. I mean, there's still some missing. Oh, yeah. But um, so despite 500 films and 700 or 7,500 available TV series episodes. Um, there's no doubt fans have made their rounds with the remotes and noted a few offerings here and there that aren't offered yet. Sure. So if you find yourself in this situation where, hey, I wanted to see this and it's not there, just click the help button. When you do, get the reason for, for your option and you want to click give feedback. Then select the option to request a film or show. That is really cool. <laughs> Hashtag Ewok movies. Mm. And Ewok enjoy cartoons. Exactly. Uh, the request feature will be in the drop-down menu and uh, appears when you click Give Feedback. Using this will allow you to request up to three films or TV shows at a time. Wow. So, Battle for Indoor, Caravan of Courage, we want them both. 
and then, of course, and then submit a new one to get Ewoks and droids, cartoons. Okay. Of course, there is some things. There's also there could possibly possibly be a question of rights issues. I think the four items we mentioned, there's no, I don't think there's rights issues as they're owned by Disney. But do the, do the channels the that they were aired on? ABC. Oh, okay. Now they aired on ABC prior to the Disney purchase. Still ABC. Right. Um. So yeah, that's what you got to do. And unfortunately, at this time, at this moment in time. Um, there's really no point in requesting either of the Spider-Man MCU films because that's not going to happen. This is true. I don't think any of the Spider-Man films are going to happen. No. Because those are still owned by Sony. Yep. Until we buy the rights back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why don't we go ahead and move right along? All right. Well, let's move on to another universe and that will be the dc universe and uh believe it or not the matt reeves is still doing a doing the batman movie um and he just recently confirmed most recently that andy circus has signed on to play alfred pennyworth bruce Wayne, which is an interesting choice Yes, it is. Very interesting. Um, so in addition to that, um, so Andy Serkis has a history with director Matt Reeves because they worked together on Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. So, uh, you know, of course, uh, Matt Reeves has confidence in Andy Serkis. Uh, so Circus will, of course, be joining Robert Pattinson, who will be playing the Batman or the shiny bat. <laughs> uh, Zoe Kravitz is coming on to play Catwoman. Ooh. In- interesting choice. I like that. Uh, Paul Dano is going to be the Riddler. I'm not sure some I've heard he's good. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, who I love, will be coming on to play Commissioner Gordon. And another interesting choice, Colin Farrell has, is currently in talks to play the Penguin. That one is interesting. Yes, 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 yes. Very interesting. So Andy Serkis will be adding his name to a long list of other people who play Alfred, including Michael Goh in the Schumacher series, Burton Schumacher movies, Michael Caine in Christopher Nolan's movies, Jeremy Irons in the Dawn of Justice and Justice League movies, and Douglas Hodge in Joker. So Matt Reeves has said that he wants to do a more uh, noirish, detective-driven Batman, which I kind of like. Um, And he said it's going to be uh, a thrilling and emotional story. They'll have Batman more in his detective mode than we've seen in previous films. So I do like that idea. So I'm kind of uh, cautiously optimistic about this movie. I agree. I mean, I'm I'm Larry, but yes, it, I mean you you got to weigh it with DC's history, movie history so far, and the many changes this movie has gone through. But yeah, but there's potential. Yes, very much. I so. mean, look at Joker. Look at Wonder Woman. Mm. Potential was there. 
And Shazam was pretty good, too. Yeah, I, I did enjoy Shazam. And Aquaman was not bad, but a it little was, too... It was, it was lacking. It was lacking. Yeah, it was a little too style and not enough substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess we move along. Speaking of style, all style and no substance. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Good one. We need to trade sound drops. I need to give you what we use here on Weeby Geeks. I'll give you copies of what I have or copies of what you use on Keepers. <laughs> sure. So. Grandma. <laughs> Um, Nick Nicholas Cage will play Nicholas Cage in a new meta movie. Whoa, whoa! Um, Nick Cage has gone from actor known from his oddball roles and cut cult films to an Academy Award winner. How that one happened, I don't know. I don't even know what film he won the Academy Award for. Me either. Uh, and then, then there's been all the wild choices he's made in the past decade or so. Um, but one character Nick Cage ha- hasn't has never played on film is Cage. <laughs> uh, he will be portraying himself in a new film called Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the film, Lionsgate, or according to the report, Lionsgate is in final negotiations to produce the film. Uh, it comes with script from Tom Gormican and Kevin Eaton, with Gormican also possibly attached to direct. Uh, this very meta version of Nicolas Cage will feature him as a down-on-his-luck actor. His glorious days are now far behind him. That would so, be a stretch. So real life. By the way, he won the Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas. Okay. Okay. I can see that. It was a good film. Um, sure. For a while there, it seemed like every film Nicolas Cage did somehow ended up in Vegas <laughs> or had Vegas attached to it. Mm. Uh, so needing a paycheck badly, he agrees to show up at a birthday party for a Mexican billionaire. Uh, the billionaire not only is a massive Nick Cage fan, but also a <laughs> massive drug cartel boss. Sounds like trouble. Yeah. So um, they're saying quite possibly, uh, if done right, this could be a thing that could lead to his second Academy Award for playing. So. <laughs> that would be so, um So, yeah, that, that would be a titan of an effort. Ooh. Ooh. Like that one. Slick. See, I know well, you guys are the king of the sound drops for, for transitions. Yeah. <laughs> on Keepers. Here were the kings of segways. <laughs> and not the runs that you ride on. So, let me ask you a question. Are you a fan of Teen Titans Go? Uh, well, it's okay. I've never really seen it, I must say. I mean, there, there's been some, some good sketches. Because sometimes they do two, two, two bits per episode. Mm-hmm. And they had one with uh, Weird Al as the villain, which was pretty cool. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about? No. Oh, you'll have to find it because uh, they have to rescue the Justice League. <laughs> um, but I like the original Teen Titans so much better. Well, as do I. You're in luck because the original Teen Titans team, Teen Titan series, <laughs> is coming out on Blu-ray. Ooh. Yes. Now, the original Teen Titans animated series, uh, it was a fun little series. Had some good writing, in-depth yep. characters, and explosive action. 
Um, it was, I, I enjoyed the original one. It was pretty good. Yeah. That's why I, I was kind of – I never really got into the Teen Titans Go. Um, Teen Titans Go definitely was not meant for us. It was meant yeah. for, like, my daughter. Right. Um, and um, I didn't even realize this. They had a Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Yeah. I was actually a, a cute, cute project. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well – Teen Titans, the complete series, will be coming out next month. It will include all 65 episodes in a six-disc collection. So all five seasons. All five seasons. Wow. In addition, the Blu-ray collection also includes a number of special features that have never been seen before, including... A featurette called Finding Pieces. A featurette called Comic Creations from Comic 2 Cartoon. Ooh. A featurette called Puffy Amiyumi. Another featurette. Now, these are all featurettes. Catching Up with Teen Titans. Teen Titans Know Your Foes. Teen Titans Friends and Foes. And Teen Titans Trouble in Tokyo. That was the animated film that they had. Yes, yes, yes. And it will also include a bonus episode called The Lost Episode. Oh, wow. I wonder how much this is going to be. I do not see a mention of price. I don't it either. Com- That's what scares me. Out, I know. It comes out on December 3rd, just in time for Christmas. Yep. But I don't know the price. Although you could probably, I'm sure we could probably find it. That's what I'm looking for. Check out Amazon. Mm. Teen Titans Blu-ray complete series. Oh. Thirty-seven fifty-nine. That's not bad at all. Yeah, and it looks like it's going to be six discs. Mm-hmm. That is not bad at all. Uh-uh. Not at all. So there you go, Teen Titans fans. I'll tell you something. That was bad. Jared Leto's Joker. Ooh. Don't even get me started. Tell you something that wasn't bad. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Dead Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. (laughs) I rather enjoyed the movie. Uh, I wouldn't call a masterpiece, but it was good. I heard they had tributes to Jared Leto's um, Joker in it in various spots. A full trash can here, a full trash can there. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Plenty of that. Well, apparently the Todd Phillips Joker has become the most profitable comic book movie of all time. It's crazy. And it's the first one crossed the one billion mark at the global box office. Unbelievable. Um, not only is this the seventh film this year to cross it. Okay, Marvel's mm-hmm. had movies make a billion. Sure. I don't understand how this is the most profitable. Maybe it's the most profitable R rated. Maybe because it had a lower budget than some oh, of the yeah. others. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, but this is the first R rated film to ever do so. Mm. So, Which is great. Yeah. Insane. Again, I, I enjoyed the film. 
it was it wasn't a masterpiece, but I enjoyed it. But even so, it's I can't believe it's doing that well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't bad for considering the movie only made, uh, had a budget was a uh, modest $62.5 million budget. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, that would probably be why it's so profitable. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, with that type of profit, you can go to Beverly Hills. And while you're there in Beverly Hills, you might run into a gentleman called Axel Foley. <laughs> Yeah, so um, the uh, oft-rumored Beverly Hills Cop 4 is finally officially happening, and it has found a home with Netflix. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. So, of course, Beverly Hills Cop is one of Eddie Murphy's most famous movies. It is a very popular franchise. And so they are finally doing a fourth film, bringing it to Netflix, uh, which is a very good idea, I think, for something like very interest choice. Yes. So Paramount Pictures, uh, who owns the Beverly Hills Cop franchise, they made a one time deal with net with Netflix, um, who will produce the fourth film. That will star Eddie Murphy. No mention on any other returning actors or characters yet. Um, And it will be an exclusive feature on Netflix. Uh, Murphy is collaborating with producer Jerry Bruckheimer, who produced the first two films, and a failed 2013 CBS spinoff TV pilot, which that I don't remember. I don't remember that either. (laughs) Hmm. Um, So I guess deals like this have started to become more commonplace uh, in the industry, uh, whereas Paramount made similar deals with Netflix for Cloverfield, the Cloverfield spinoff God Particle and Annihilation, uh, because it makes sense that nowadays the uh, box office landscape is becoming very unpredictable where once-guaranteed money-making sequels are falling flat across all genres. <clears throat> Terminator. Mm, Terminator is a big one. But apparently Dr. Sleep and Zombieland 2 also have not been doing well, which is kind of surprising. As I've heard Doc Chris, Chris uh, my co-host on Keepers of the Fringe, uh, he he saw <laughs> he saw Doctor Sleep and he said it was pretty good, and I saw Zombieland and whereas it wasn't as good as the first one, I, it was still pretty decent. I'm excited to see the second. So yeah, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, yeah, so I guess it's kind of making more sense for something like this, which is a, which is a sequel for a series that hasn't been seen in many years. Uh, makes more sense to put it out as a Netflix series uh, movie than uh, put it into theaters and waste all that money on marketing and everything. You could go to better places like drugs. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> we don't support youth drugs unless prescribed by a physician. Sure. And that guy in the corner is not a physician. No. Um, so the mo- the movie doesn't have a release date yet, but you know I'm sure that will come soon. Okay. Well, we're hitting our final story of the night. Finally. <laughs> that was just bad. 
Um, Peter Cullen receives Voice Acting Lifetime Achievement Award. And well-deserved. Yes. Uh, He has been awarded the 2019 Lifetime Achievement Award from the Society of Voice Arts and Sciences. He has voiced the Autobot leader, Optimus Prime, since 1984. Yes. So. um, Among other voices as well. Yeah. So not only has he played Optimus Prime in the cartoons, but also in the movies. And mm-hmm. he has had a long, vast career that has spanned 57 years. Um, Impressive. He has voiced Optimus Prime, Ironhide, the Predator, Eeyore, mm-hmm. and even Carr from Knight Rider. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, congrats to Peter Cullen. Yes. Uh, as I said, very well-deserved. Yeah. I would agree wholeheartedly. He has a great voice, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, any final thoughts? Mm. I can't wait till the next episode of The Mandalorian. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> and now I'm hoping Obi-Wan's just as good. Yes. And, Ca- and Cassian. Yes. And Cassian, though. I mean, it's with everything that has been gone on with Star Wars. I mean, not to say Last Jedi was a horrible film. I love the film. I'm just the most critical of that film. That's the one I happen to be the critical about. <laughs> um, but The Mandalorian makes, definitely gives me the vibe and feel of going back to the 80s. Watch it, as if this existed in the 80s. Yeah, and <clears throat> another thing that I love about it is it kind of has a real... Um, Western feel to it. Yes. I love how the music uh, on the way from Cole's place to to the little village where they find Baby Yoda, that music has a very yeah electronic Western vibe to it. Right. So, um, any other thoughts? Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing as well. That only means one thing. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. I'm El Capitano!